In the good old days, this doesn't happen because they used to treat them very, very rough. And when they protested once, they would not do it again so easily. They took us all in the ashes of the fall. With our backs against the wall. With our backs against the wall. What's the anti-flag off of their upcoming album 2020 vision that was hate conquers all greetings and welcome to polyrical a podcast of political music a soundtrack for the resistance a topical solution for the political revolution i want to hear from you so if you like what you hear or even if you don't you can send me an email at polyrical at gmail.com can follow on twitter at polyrical and you can check out the website polyrical.com where you'll find all the back episodes you'll find links to make a donation you can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free and independent you can also find all of the back episodes there as well there is a new supergroup uh, in the country field it is called The High Woman. Take off on the highwaymen of yesterday or the day before, maybe a few years before that. Uh, this is The High Woman with the track High Woman. Mm-hmm. 
I was a high woman and a mother from my youth. For my children, I did what I had to do. My family left Honduras when they killed the Sandinistas. We followed our coyote through the dust of Mexico. Every one of them except for me survived, and I am still alive. I was a healer. I was gifted as a girl. Sleeping naked in the noon sun. I heard witchcraft in the whispers, and I knew my time had come. The bastards hung me at the Salem Gallows Hill, but I am living still. I was a freedom rider when we thought the South had won. Virginia in the spring of '61. I sat down on the Greyhound that was bound for Mississippi. My mother asked me if that ride was worth my life. And where the shots rang out, I never heard the sound. But I am still around. And I'll take that ride again and again. of the episode the topic of the episode for this episode is nafta nafta as in the north american free trade agreement here's a bit on nafta from public citizen you can find public citizen at citizen.org nafta went into effect on january 1 1994 between the united states mexico and canada Negotiated behind closed doors with hundreds of official corporate advisors, 
NAFTA was radically different than past trade deals that focused on traditional trade matters, like cutting border taxes. Instead, most of NAFTA's provisions grant new powers and privileges to multinational corporations. These new powers make it easier for corporations to outsource jobs and attack the environmental and health laws on which we all rely. NAFTA's, quote, investor protections create incentives for corporations to relocate production and jobs elsewhere. The U.S. government has certified more than 980,000 American jobs as lost due to NAFTA. This measure is a significant undercount as it includes only those workers who qualify for the narrow Trade Adjustment Assistance Program. NAFTA has also lowered U.S. wages, increased inequality, and hurt U.S. manufacturing, and wiped out small farmers in all 50 states. NAFTA also guts the Buy American policies that require the government to buy American-made goods when spending our tax dollars. This outsources our tax dollars rather than investing them to create jobs here. And it rolled back food safety protections. Before NAFTA, we only imported meat and poultry that satisfied U.S. safety standards. But NAFTA required us to accept imports of meat that satisfy Canada and Mexican standards, which was declared equivalent to U.S. standards, even though there are significant differences that threaten safety. At the same time, U.S. agricultural dumping in Mexico has decimated Mexico's rural economy, driving millions from their homes. The NAFTA of 1994, a vast expansion of corporate power. At the heart of NAFTA were investment outsourcing protections and new rights for multinational corporations to sue the U.S. government in front of a tribunal of three corporate lawyers. These lawyers can order U.S. taxpayers to pay the corporations unlimited sums of money, including for the loss of expected future profits. The corporations only need to convince the lawyers that a law protecting public health or the environment violates their special NAFTA rights. The corporate lawyers' decisions are not subject to appeal. This corporate power grab is formally called Investor State Dispute Settlement, ISDS. Taxpayers have paid hundreds of millions of dollars under NAFTA to multinational corporations over toxic bans, environmental and public health policies, and more, with tens of billions pending in ongoing cases. Here is Ryan Harvey from the album Iraq Songs of Life and Death. This is the Ballad of NAFTA. Use to describe these prison labor camps and 
probably made your shoes. They're just below this border, hidden in plain view. They're not working for themselves, they're making shit for me and you. So pay attention to the labels in the stores. Take note of all the products that are made on foreign shores. So greedy corporations can maximize their pay. Busting unions in the sweatshops they're creating every day. It didn't all begin like this, but times are getting tough. Farmers used to farm their fields until the rich had had enough. They passed a trade agreement claiming it was for the poor. They named it NAFTA and its economic war. NAFTA took the land away from the peasantry, gave it to the corporations with their heavy subsidies. They sold their own corn back to them as they took their jobs away.
and from the EP, Let's Get Back to Work, that was Blood Stained Brindle with N-A-F-T-A. The dirty little secret of NAFTA is that most of its chapters had nothing to do with trade. One chapter set limits on food and product safety standards, along with border inspections. It lets agribusiness firms sell food here that does not meet U.S. safety rules. Another gives big pharmaceutical firms new protections against competition so they can raise medicine prices. Another limits consumer protections in the service sector. This limits what governments can do to keep big banks from causing another financial crisis and requires access to all U.S. roads for trucks from Mexico that do not meet U.S. safety or environmental standards. Instead of the economic gains for people in all three countries promised by NAFTA's supporters, the deal has resulted in massive job loss and lower wages. There are more than 980,000 specific American jobs certified as lost to NAFTA outsourcing and imports under just one narrow government program that undercounts the damage. The Labor Department reports that two in five of the manufacturing workers who lost jobs and were rehired in 2018 experienced a wage reduction, with one in six taking a cut of greater than 20%, an annual loss of at least $8,200. Entire communities have been devastated. More than 2 million Mexicans engaged in farming and related work lost their livelihoods as NAFTA flooded Mexico with subsidized corn and other agricultural products. Tens of thousands of small retail and manufacturing firms were bankrupted as NAFTA opened the door to Walmart and other mega retailers. Real average annual wages in Mexico are now lower than they were before NAFTA, and those making the least have been hurt the most with the minimum wage declining 14%. Scores of environmental health and other public interest policies have been challenged in all three countries. Consumer safeguards, including key food safety protections, have been rolled back. And NAFTA supporters' warnings about the chaos that would engulf Mexico and a new wave of migration from Mexico, if NAFTA was not implemented, have indeed come to pass, but ironically, because of the devastation of the many Mexicans' livelihoods occurring in part because NAFTA was implemented. And Donald Trump ran on a pledge to rework and rewrite NAFTA, which he is working on, but I'm afraid, as that is also happening behind closed doors, that the results will be no better. Here is David Christian with the post-NAFTA Drifters Blues Hobo Song. The nights are long and cold in the winter. The bridges are not always dry. Hot coffee and biscuits at the shelter in the morning. It's not breakfast at home with your wife. And the faces of the strangers that sit there beside you are not always friendly and warm. Some just stare out into the distance 
Lost and forgotten by life's endless storm. Some of us are homeless, some of us are drifters, some of us are liars and thieves. Some of us drink just to keep warm, some of us drink just to sleep. I had me a job once, I worked it for years. One day the plant manager came. We're moving your job down south of the border where your job can be done for less pay. Now my poor wife and kids took us all pretty hard. I began drinking just a little a day. The pension I'd worked for got lost in the shuffle when the whole damn company just slipped away. Some of us are homeless, some of us are drifters, some of us are liars and thieves. Some of us drink just to keep warm, some of us drink just to sleep. I looked for work up and down this whole coast. No one was hiring old men. I drifted up north to find work in the vineyards, but I wound up drunk in the pen. And it's almost Christmas, and I'm back in East Medford. The shelter has a green Christmas tree. There was turkey last week, passed out with Thanksgiving, and I saw myself on TV. Some of us are homeless, some of us are drifters, some of us are liars and thieves. Some of us drink just to keep warm, some of us drink just to sleep. Some of us drink just to
was Bruce Coburn from the album Nothing But a Burning Light that was Mighty Trucks of Midnight. Here are a few words from Peggy Seeger. This is from the album An Odd Collection and this track is called You Men Out There. You men out there, you've shown real strength listening to me go on at length about women this and women that almost as if the other half, well, 48%, of the human race wasn't worth the time and space they occupy. Stop surreptitiously checking your watches, hands instinctively covering crotches, inspecting your nails and rearranging your shoes. It's understandable. You're confused. And your father's father and his dad's dad and his pop's papa and all the lads and the uncles, sons and brothers too, they probably felt the same as you, confused. But from where we're at, here's how it looks. Long before the time of books, women were magic, women were mystery. Way before the start of history, before space travel and megacities, females were heading planning committees. Women searched the fields and hedges, hunting flowers, herbs, and sedges, roots for soups, leaves for healing, plants to enhance loving feelings. Wise women, now called witches, and powerful women, now called bitches, managed life and death and birth, cared and shared with planet Earth. 
When the golden age came to a stop, there were the men up on top. I guess it starts with lust and love, where a man spends a lot of time up above. But somehow, women got redefined and got accustomed to tagging behind, got used to living by manners and graces and being judged by our figures and faces. And before long, you were peeling our bananas, opening doors for us and moving our pianos. Then you got busy. You had a ball, making, breaking, and rearranging it all. The Taj Mahal, the game of chess, safety pins, the printing press, chemotherapy, burglar alarms, money, ice cream, nuclear arms, x-rays, battery farms, wired bras, designer cars, opera houses, disco bars, income tax, revolving doors, glass ceilings, wars, and wars. Mozart, Lennon, Picasso, Descartes, charting the stars, transplanting hearts. We all admit that you've done wonders, and if at times they seem like blunders and look like a recipe for global death, women everywhere will have to accept that we didn't stop you or slap your hand as we traveled the road to no man's land. Still, you're up there in the driver's seat, and we're down here with the balance sheet. We're answering a question you didn't ask. We want to go forward into a past where humans were part of a natural whole, where we didn't hunt, exploit, or control every plant and animal species, where we didn't cover the world with feces of one sort or another. As for the vote, well, it's not the answer to a woman's prayer, but it's a start, and it's kind of fair. And as women living in the world of man, we have to use every tool we can. So, forward to the past with attitude, and backward to the future with gratitude for the battles our foremothers fought and won, for the battles we're winning one by one. Informative action, and I do believe in what we women are going to receive, in what we women, if we want, can take. 52% of the cake, 52% of control. And in terms of democracy's rigmarole, that's only one person, one vote. You men out there, it's a time of change, of redirection, and it does feel strange. It'll get less so hour by hour. But remember, it isn't easy relinquishing power. We know. And that brings us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is a tribe called Red. If you're an indigenous person living in a country that was forcefully colonized, it's all too common to find yourself underrepresented and misrepresented, if not blatantly and systematically devalued and attacked. Positive role models and positive self-identity are hard to come by, yet Canadian DJ Collective, a, a tribe called Red, is a modern gateway into urban and contemporary indigenous culture and experience celebrating all its layers and complexity. 
looking to the future without losing sight of their past. ATCR straddles a broad range of musical influences based in modern hip-hop, traditional powwow drums and vocals, blended with edgy electronic music production styles. Currently made up of Bear Witness and Toolman, that is spelt with the number two, O-O-L-M-A-N. ATCR first got together in 2008. They are part of a vital new generation of artists making a cultural and social impact in Canada alongside a renewed Aboriginal rights movement called Idol No More. ATCR's beginnings will always be rooted in the uplifting and inclusive electric powwow nights formally held on the second Saturday of every month at Ottawa's Club Babylon. During the parties uh, formed an eclectic crowd of Indigenous people mixed with music heads, social activists, and anyone looking for a great party and safe space to come together. Electric Pow Wow formed the roots of what would become the DNA of the live ATCR experience that is now toured the world over. Through the group's positivity and tireless work ethic, their message has expanded to global proportions with tours in Australia, Europe, Mexico, and the United States. It's no accident that Native American activist, poet, and musician John Trudell is the first voice you hear on the collective's third album, We Are the Halusa Nation, as the group considers him a forefather for this movement. The album includes a number of other connections as well, ranging from hip-hop star Yasin Bey, a.k.a. Most Deaf, or Saul Williams to Colombian visual artist and musician Lido Pimienta to Native musicians Black Bear, Tanya Tagak, to the Australian Aboriginal band Oka, or the Swedish Sami singer Maxida Marak. A Tribe Called Red promotes inclusivity, empathy, and acceptance among all races and genders in the name of social justice. They believe that Indigenous people need to define their identity on their own terms. If you share this vision, then you are already part of the Halusa Nation. And here is a track from the album A Tribe Called Red. This is Woodcarver. Hey! 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 Put the knife down! Put the knife down! Put the knife down! facing the officer. Officer Ian Burke shot and killed John T. Williams in August. Williams' family tells our newspaper partner, the Seattle Times, he suffered four gunshot wounds on the right side of his body. The Seattle Police Department's Firearms Review Board completed a confidential inquiry Monday to determine if that shooting was justified, and that review has now been passed on to the police. Yes. We're waiting to hear more about what led to a deadly who led a memorial tonight at the 
place he died, it's clear what happened.
that will never be completed I'm a few degrees away and a thousand times defeated My energy's depleted but I wanna stand and fight Swinging with the spirits that I've traveled back into the light I feel the tears and depression, fears and aggression Woven in society from years of oppression The violence is normalized, silence is horrifying Truth is denied and the fact is that more are dying Cause it's much harder living it than listening to the hardships So the heart's conditioned to condition the air When the air that conditions keep cool But the more tears sometimes are clear the vision Not what I see Been a long time coming to drop Running, rocking, reaching new peaks So them youngest can finally summit Climbing high above and then flying from it Up to the skies and overstanding the corruption And deconstructing the lies I've seen this country decline Try to keep discussions confined Hide the underside, over extract And try to undermine Damn, but I still believe in the truth Whether it's an MC in the booth or a PhD in the suit Yo, when we yell and protest Tell them the feeling is peaceful We profess, we protest Testify to the will of the people Tell them what they must know Turn it up loud when we bust flows Not in hushed tones Speaking up, let the trust grow Now you don't gotta tell me how you feel Cause I can see it in your eyes You don't gotta tell me Behind a separation from the fam Segregation on the land It was all part of the plan And the blood is on your hands It's all divide and conquer Colonize and slaughter Stabbing at the heart Through the backs of our grandfathers Now we see our daughters That are disappearing quickly Say it's through the cracks While ignoring all the history Governments been scooping babies Way before the 60s When you legalize abduction You legalize the misery So now you see the mystery Is really not too complicated Justice is unequally distributed My observation Money to be made while the kids are steady oscillating Splitting up a family has now become an occupation And it's been part of the occupation Since residential schools and forced starvation It's a nation with racism Here since the start of it Hard to let go cause it's carved in the heart of it Relation to the land and our eyes we're a part of it Roots where I stand I could never depart from it And you don't have to tell me how you feel Cause I can see it in your eyes and they don't have to prove to me that the pain is real Cause I can hear it in their cries was the track how i feel featuring leonard sumner shad and northern voice and that was off the album 
We Are the Halusa Nation. We're going to hear another track from that album coming up in just a minute. But first, here's a little more about the band and their activism. A tribe called Red found its roots when Bear Witness and Ian Campo realized their home city of Ottawa had dance nights that represented every culture there but their own. So deciding to, quote, throw a party was more than just for fun. These electric powwows were to portray their Aboriginal culture within urban centers where historically its involvement has been erased. Thus, the band has been involved in activism from its very origin. They have been vocal supporters of Idle No More, a peaceful revolution launched in November 2012 to protest the Harper government's introduction of Bill C-45, which critics, including many First Nations people, claim threatened both the environment and Aboriginal sovereignty. In 2013, they issued a public statement asking non-Aboriginal fans to refrain from cultural appropriation by not wearing headdresses and war paint to their shows. Furthermore, Campo filed a human rights complaint against an amateur football club in Ottawa that was using Redskins as its club name. Also through its piece, The Road, the band provided, quote, catalyzing soundtrack to the Idle No More movement sweeping across Turtle Island. Advocating in favor of indigenous peoples reclaiming the land, moving to reverse the ongoing dispossessions of the settler state. The track has made some recall a series of walks along roads like the longest walk from Alcatraz to Washington in 1978. In 2014, the band withdrew from a scheduled performance at the official opening ceremonies of the Canadian Museum for Human Rights, citing concerns about the museum's depiction of indigenous human rights issues. Further than distinct actions like those aforementioned, the group is also activist through the expression of their music itself. Quote, I think in our own community, Bear Witness told The National in 2013, it's not something that people would have been ready for us to have been doing 10 or 15 years ago, to be sampling powwow music and bring it into clubs. I mean, that's really pushing boundaries. Using music as a platform to educate, they have broken away from homogenous genres and at once promoted appreciation and respect for First Nations cultures while combating stereotypes and appropriation. Quote, it's mind-blowing that this whole conversation that we've been having this past few decades about the portrayal of our people hasn't gone anywhere, said Bear Witness. It hasn't changed. However, the band is positive about making change and moving forward. All those things that we're trying to talk about with Idle No More, with Aboriginal rights, you're feeling it and you're getting it without a word having to be said. Because when you feel that, you're feeling what we all feel. And here is the title track from the album, We Are the Hallucination, featuring John Trudell and Northern Voice. We are the tribe that they cannot see. We live on an industrial reservation. We are the Halusa Nation. We have been called the Indians. We have been called Native American. We have been called hostile. We have been called pagan. 
We have been called militant. We have been called many names. We are the Halusa Nation. We are the human beings. The callers of names cannot see us, but we can see them. We are the Halusa Nation. Our DNA is of earth and sky. Our DNA is of past and future. We are the Halusa Nation. We are the evolution. Halusa Nation.
set of tracks by a tribe called red that was from their debut album a tribe called red that was good to go here is thought provoker by andrew whiteman off the album gas cd
And that'll wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, if you want to reach out, you can send an email to polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow at Polyrical on Twitter. You can also follow Unrelated Things on Twitch.tv. Go to twitch.tv slash unrelated things. You can watch and listen to me record Polyrical live. You can also check out polyrical.com. You'll find all the back episodes there. You'll find those links to make a donation like I mentioned earlier. You'll also find links there where you can recommend a song or an artist for a future episode. And that is where this last track came from. Someone submitted this as a recommendation. This track is Make Better World by New Nobility from The Rock Squad, Vocal Sessions, Volume 18. Thanks for listening.